right, all right, all right. What's going on, everyone? This is your girl, Secrets, calling all the way from, well, my location is really not nobody's business. This is Secrets. Welcome to Pandora's Fantasy Box. This is our nightly call at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and somewhere else in the world, the time is probably different, okay? I can't keep up with all those time zones. Pandora's Fantasy Box, our goal is to turn fantasies into reality at least three people at a time. That's right. I said not one, not two, but three because we kind of a little greedy sometimes. And um, we have this call each and every night. This is our opportunity to kind of hang out, have a good time, talk about different topics, meet new people, and just be free because we feel like a lot of times folks locked up. Folks are locked up in their mind, literally. Free yourself, free your mind, come here. This is a no-judgment zone. We talk about everything and anything as long as it's not illegal and it's not unethical, all right? Other than that, it's all good. So before we get started tonight, we're going to go out and see who the hell is on my line. Like, literally, I can't ever come here by myself and just, like, talk to myself. You know, I got my toys and new batteries. But uh, but it's okay, because I can save it for another night. So without further ado, tell us who's on the line out there, what, your name or whatever name you're going by tonight, your state you're calling from, and tell me something really, really hot. Come on, talk to me. Oh, Come on, is everybody going to be shy? That's oh, what I'm trying sorry. to figure out. Hey, this is Tandy, and I'm calling from Arizona. And when I saw you were going to talk about pastors, um, I've been thinking more about pastors in the last, you know, few hours than I have in, like, the last few decades. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. Yeah, I think you asked me about that earlier, too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. So buckle up. That's all I'm going to say. I know you like it rough and raw, but just buckle up for me tonight. <laughs> all right. Who's next? All right. Well, this is White Terry, and uh, I'm calling from Georgia. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm down with the freaky stuff, so I'm just ready to see what's up. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on through there. All right, who's next? Come on. <laughs> I'm Lisa. I'm from Texas, and I'm just here to listen tonight. All right, all right. Listen, listen is like being a four-year. Shit, that's hotter than anything else. I'm never mad about that. So this is the girl's secrets, and again, my topic tonight is pastors. Are pastors the biggest freaks? Find out right here. And and I had to add a little bit about how about men in uniform, but I should have put women in uniform or people because um I know we got some bisexuals, some trisexuals, and people that just hell want to do whatever the hell they want to do. So guess what? You can definitely <laughs> do that right here. So. One of the things, but ladies, um, I was having a conversation with about two or three different people over the last few weeks, and we had had something really interesting in common, and it was we had encounters with pastors. (laughs) 
one young lady was talking about a guy that was actually in transition to become a pastor, and now he has a really large church, and she talked about how well he was fucking her. (laughs) And I said, well, damn, because you know what? I met a pastor, too. (laughs) And I remember um, many, many moons ago, I had a meeting um, at my job at the time, and we were sharing information about something we were rolling out to pastors in the area. And this one pastor in particular was not able to come during normal business hours. So he said, ma'am, can I come afterwards? And I said, yeah, I'll be here about six or seven. So I waited late for him, didn't know what it looked like or anything. And as we were talking, I think people have this thing about licking lips because last night two of the ladies on the call talked about they get excited about people licking their lips. And that's a really bad habit that I have. So maybe it was me licking my lips, but I just felt like the chemistry and the vibe turned from business to sexual. That's how I was thinking. I thought maybe he was going to have to pray for me or lay hands on me or something because I I just kind of felt a little different. (laughs) And, um, And then as he was sitting across from me, he opened his legs. You know how normally you're sitting down and you cross your legs? Like how men do it and women do it? You guys with mm-hmm. me? Well, he uncrossed his legs, and then he opened them. Like, you mm-hmm. can see his print. And I was like, what the fuck? Long story short, we exchanged numbers for business purposes, and um, I actually went to his church, met his lovely wife, and um, attended service. And then we ended up meeting another day, and he invited himself to my house, and I agreed. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin in it right there. So, ladies, have you ever seen a pastor that you found attractive, kind of wonder, was there anything under that robe, or have you ever had any type of encounter? Because guess what? Pastors are men, too. So I think a lot of times people think just because someone's in the church or in front of the pulpit that they don't know how to have fun. So talk to me a little bit about that. Well, this is Lissa, and I would like to say um, I've experienced that. I used to date a pastor, and he's now a bishop, but back when we were dating, his father always used to tell him, you know, do not date her because she is of the world. (laughs) And even though he was a man of the cloth, he was freakier than me. Like, he was the one that wanted to do stuff. It wasn't me. I was still a virgin at the time, and... One day we were at school, and after we had broke up, you know, he was just kind of like, I know I'm getting married, but I want to have sex with you. Like, I still love you. So then, like, even though he had a girlfriend, like, he would come on the side of the church and, like, kiss me and take off. And then, like, in our, you know, adult days, I seen him at the mall, and he was like, I'll give you guitar lessons if you give me you know, lap dances. So I was like, oh. <laughs> mm. Really interesting. So you're you're saying that you actually had a relationship with the pastor and it turned into love? Yes. Um, we still communicate these days, but we don't, you know. I've had sex with a pastor, but not that pastor. He was more willing to rape me if he couldn't get any, so <laughs> I don't. Oh, wow. 
they are free. Okay, all right. Shit, all right. Anyone else? Um, we're going to go to well, me in a uniform, but I, tell me about a pastor. Anyone have ever had any other encounter with a pastor? I will tell you, this is Tandy. And I worked uh, with a man for about a year. And I guess he wasn't officially a pastor, but, you know, he was an elder of his church. And he was very righteous and very upright, um, good family man and that sort of thing. Had never, ever slept with anyone other than his own wife. And um, I... uh, I just found that kind of challenging, you know, it's like, wow, what would it take to sort of uh, bring him over to the dark side, but without hurting him, because I'm so nice. Um, What I found out was, uh, you know, uh, he was kind of a middle-aged man, but he'd been so sheltered. And when he found somebody he could talk to about just anything Oh, my gosh, the freaky stuff he had on his mind. So every morning, you know, we'd meet in the office while we were getting the the stuff ready for the day. And it was, um, (laughs) you know how sometimes you just ask people, like, what are the 21 weirdest? That's what it would be like. So, uh, you know, I'd walk into the office and it's like, well, tell me about this and tell me about this. And uh, then he'd have to go excuse himself and he'd be in the men's room for a while. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then he'd come back. So um, I don't know. Maybe I saved his marriage because he never went out and did anything in real life. <laughs> but um, he didn't know anything. And his mind was just filled with all of these things they all seemed forbidden and taboo to him and that's where I like to go so it worked out well freaking right all right and you know what the pastor that I had the encounter with for probably about six months off and on I remember him coming to my and you know what and and this really may sound bad to some people but that was one of the best fucks I ever had in life. Like, he fucked the shit out of me. Long, hey. deep, long yeah. deep strokes. Like, the shit was amazing. But one, one time he called and said, hey, I want to stop by for a minute. And and do you know, after he fucked the shit out of me, he said, you coming to church tonight? I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not coming to your church tonight. He said, well, are you going to give your donation? And he actually oh. took some money from me. Like, I was, and I said to myself, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you fucking the shit out of me, but now you want to get up and put your clothes on and be the pastor? <laughs> oh, I would have goodness. said, you already got my donation, you Yeah, he, he was greedy. <laughs> yeah, he was mm-hmm. fucking greedy. Oh, my gosh. But one one of the things that stopped me from dealing with him was, I went to his, he had a revival, and, I, and again, I was going to the church visiting, and he had such a nice wife, and I, I found out he had a 10-year-old son, but he was married to his wife for 25 years. <laughs> she couldn't Ooh. have any children. So that mm-hmm. told you a little about him, that he kind of had a thing of putting that big old dick <laughs> in places that didn't have any business. And then um, one night, he had a revival, and he had a guy from Georgia 
um, actually come to the revival. And afterwards, he said, hey, let me see you in the office. And this is a revival. Like, I'm all, you know, excited, and it's been a great week of revival. Do you know, he said, hey, why don't you call one of your girlfriends and my, my partner leaving town in the morning. Let's see if we can get together tonight. And I said to myself, him too? And, you know, I learned that you can't really judge anybody. I think, bird, as they say, birds of a feather really freaking flock oh, yeah. together. You understand what I'm saying? That really kind of just tripped me out. Um, and can you think about just different scandals that you've heard of different pastors? You know, people like sex is my point. Two things yeah. that people want that people don't want to talk about is sex and money. You understand what I'm saying? And we need to talk about it because people want sex. Don't you want sex, White Cherry? Oh, yeah. I love sex. When is the last time you had some really great sex? (laughs) Well, let's see. Um, hmm. December 10th, 2018. Oh, my gosh. I feel so sorry for you. I, I almost said let us pray. Are you serious? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's the last time you had sex? Can I oh, ask? Gosh. That's a very specific date. What was yeah. special about that date? Other than it was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was more of, like, who the person was with, uh, just all the positions that we had tried, well, that we didn't try, that we did, and just it, it was amazing. And did I you just said, really memorable. Ooh. Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right, all right. So when you think about pastors, for example, that's a profession. I've actually known people that only date someone that's in a uniform or a certain type of profession. So my question to you all is, do you have a preference with dating or with with fucking, whether it's a uniform or whether it's a certain type of profession, male or female, whatever you're attracted to, like does that really matter? Listen, I, let me tell you something, right? So I was sitting back and I was talking to one of my homegirls. I said, you know what? I said, I don't know what it is about these thug boys, but I love them. And uh, she said, man, you, you crazy. I said, I got to put my finger on it. And uh, so we kept talking about kept talking about it, and, and I just love them. I love them thug boys. Uh, I, I ain't never had nobody really in uniform. So I'm gonna have to find me one. I'm gonna have to find me one of these pastors because I sure ain't did that. So y'all sure giving me new ideas. <laughs> Just saying. Anyone else? <laughs> this is. Oh. I'm not really a um. Uniform type person um, I'm kind of I really don't care what you have on Because um, 
I might rip it off like, you know, he would rip off my clothes. But I have a thing for a businessman, you know, that suit and tie type guy. Like, it's just something about it. Mm, okay. All right, all right. And how about you, Tandy? I like it's not so much what they do or how they look, although I also like a fine businessman. But when I was still thinking about pastors, I was thinking about <laughs> these these are characters. These are not real people. But um, there's a preacher who was first in the comic books, and then he was on TV on the show Preacher. And um, he's hard-drinking, chain-smoking, really, really intense, violent, uh, and kind of batshit crazy. And um, uh, so he, I think, is hot. And there's another actual character that's um, on a TV show, and he he was called the Shepherd because he was a good, you know, Christian um, man, and he was always the voice of reason. And he was so ethical and spiritual, but he was accepting of other people. But the thing is, he had like these secret ninja assassin skills. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like. I like somebody who who looks competent, but they're really, really dangerous in some way. So um, I don't know what that says about me. (laughs) Mm. I want to meet him too. Shit. Yeah. My profession, I guess, is assassin or something. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just kill me now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always want to know where is it going to go, how – how far can you take it before it gets, you know, right on that borderline, right on the borderline? So, well, well down the rabbit hole, somebody said last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. That really, really. I had a friend once that was really into cops. She loved men in uniforms and she loved cops. And the ironic thing is, and this, this is probably stereotyping, but every damn cop she had was a fucking abuser. <laughs> They were great bad. She loved to fuck them. They were extremely controlling, and they got physical. And I thought that was a little crazy because people reported that they would lose their job. But um, she was like, I never tell. <laughs> she just had to get the hell away from them. They like stalkers and shit. But um, oh gosh. So yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter like uniform profession. So let me ask you, you, you guys, a question. When it comes to sex or dating, does it differentiate a person that you would date? Would they be the same type of person that you fuck? Or are the standards the same or different? Uh, mine would be different. Um, every every dude that I've done this with, I wouldn't uh, get in a relationship with them. It's just a sex thing. Now, why is that? Um, I think more of because I've seen how you move, and I just want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is we fuck, and, I mean, we make a team to fuck, but uh, it, it would never turn into a relationship. Okay. Well, ladies. 
are the standards the same with someone you would fuck versus someone you'd be in a committed relationship with? No. How so and why not? I would, um, over my life, I have, shoot, I've only dated a few people. I've Mm -hmm. married more people than I dated, but wow. Yeah, I look at somebody. um, And (laughs) so uh, encounters have been numerous, numerous. So, yeah, it's an entirely different standard. Um, You know, I'll spend time with you. It doesn't mean I want to share a house with you or, um, you know, have to take care of when you're sick or anything like that. No, so very, very different. Interesting. How about you, Lisa? Um, for me, I'm going to have to say um, um, the standards are not different for me because um, in past experience, I've tried to just have sex with people, and then that sex has turned into relationships. So, Yeah. <laughs> You know, I know you all have heard the saying, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Well, I wonder if he was a hoe, can you turn him into a husband? <laughs> so, for me, I would say the standards are definitely different. I'll have someone that I'll fuck and that i have some crazy, amazing sex with. However, I definitely would not live with them. <laughs> um, sometimes people can't differentiate between the two. And um, yeah. so you have to have that for the in-house and that for out in the street. So we talked about passes, right? Or dating someone that may have a tie or some type of uniform. Let me ask you, whether it's male or female, what type of person or profession would you never touch? Like I might fuck a pastor, I might fuck a, a police officer, but I would not fuck blank. This is Lisa, and I would never um, fuck a police. A what? I would never fuck a police officer. Okay, why is that? Mm, you wouldn't fuck the popo? No, not at all. Like, no. And several have tried to talk to me. The sheriffs, even while I was getting booked in the county, like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with it, like, at all. Like, no. They they just turn me off by their uniforms. They're really? Yes. <laughs> okay. No po-po for, for Lisa. All right. How about you two ladies? Well, I I ain't going to discriminate. I'll get y'all. I want y'all out. <laughs> Just line up at the door, you know. <laughs> Just line up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> you going to knock them down? Right. <laughs> You know, one from each profession. It don't even matter. <laughs> you got some catching up to do anyway for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> you got some catching up to do, girl. Or ain't cherry? Shit. Them cherries, them cherries gonna fall off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Tandy, talk to us. Talk to us. Talk to us. I was trying to think. I cannot think of anything that I would say really? no. Um, now, what you're trying, maybe if at the moment 
you know, they were like in a position of authority over me. Um, you know, I like a cop, you know, her, I don't know what, you know, your brain surgeon or something. I, I might think differently about it, but no, no. And uh, if the profession is dirty or weird or whatever, nope, wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. I I wouldn't want to live with some of those people, but yeah, they can line up <laughs> at my door too. <laughs> you know what? I guess the, the profession I would probably say, even though I would, even though I fucked the pastor and it was fucking amazing, I'm not sure if I would fuck the Pope though. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that fuck will be that great. Well, he might be too old for you, too. <laughs> I, would, I would fuck the Pope because I would want the other, um, you know, 13 chapters of the Bible. But other than that, I wouldn't, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, let, let me would, let me. Sweat. I do. I do it in the Vatican, all surrounded by all the gold yes. and the, uh, you know, the velvet, and <laughs> really? I want all the cardinals watching. Yeah, that I yes. do. That's where all yeah, the, you, you know the hidden secrets are. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, let me ask you guys this: When you think about cougar, everybody know how old they are on the line. So you think about a person that is significantly younger than you, more than 10 years. Mm, being a cougar, if they were 21, are you about that life? <laughs> if they are really? younger than me? No. If they are 21, if you are, would you be a cougar? Are you a cougar? Well, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm still in my 20s, but I would not fuck anybody, like, less than two years younger than me. Like, you have to be at least, you know, within those two years, or I would not mess with you. Really? So mm-hmm. you're not a cougar. You won't be a cougar. No, this dude, he turned 18, and he was just like, he had been trying to talk to me for the longest, and he, you know, he had a little money, but I don't mess with people for their money, so that was not a turn on, and I just couldn't do it, and he was real handsome, I just could not do it, he was like a baby to me, and I know I'm not even 30 yet, but I was just like, I can't do it. Oh, send me his number, all right, Um, (laughs) how about you? You would like him oh. real handsome. You know, you like Boris Cujo, mm. and he kind of looks like him, has his skin tone. He has some real good hair. Mm. Oh, my God. He was so sexy. But he was just mm. so young. Oh, my gosh. The younger, the better. In school to be an engineer, you know, he he's going for that, and he, he's very smart, but mm. he was just – he might even been 19, Ooh. but I just could not – I felt – so bad and I you know we talked about polite rejection on another call and that was one of those things I had to I was like oh I'm so sorry you're just too young oh wow well how about you ladies cougar young guy and girls as for me um 
I, I don't do the younger thing. Um, you definitely have to be older than 30. Um, yeah. I I don't know really? why I just, yeah, I, I can't get down with, with you being younger than me. Okay. All right, all right. How about you, Tandy? Well, when I was young, I liked men who were much older than I was. Now I'm old, and if they're much older than I am, they're going to be dead. So absolutely, <laughs> um, um, I go for younger guys. And um, um, some of them quite a bit younger. I have a long-standing sort of friends with benefits thing that the guy's a lot younger. Um, however, I did meet a guy once. He actually came um, my uh, dom had set up sort of a group scenario. There were a whole bunch of men there. And uh, this one of them, <laughs> I know he was of legal age, but I swear he looked like he was a 12-year-old altar boy only with a gigantic dick. And um, uh, I just couldn't do it. He looked like a little boy. I, you know, I put my um, hand on his naked chest and said, you are gorgeous, great dick, and you are a baby. You know, I just ain't looking at you. So, um, yeah, uh, as you get older, those younger ones start looking more attractive to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Really, really interesting. Well, let me ask you guys something because I know we have different age ranges on here. And, like, when it comes to sex, and this is a two-part question, when it comes to sex and being in the bedroom or wherever it is that you're having it, I think, in my opinion, that sometimes people, sex are like a sport. You got to go hard. And some people just hop in and do whatever. Do you think there's a big difference when it comes to sex as far as ages? Like, let's say, for example, if you're having sex with a guy that's in his 20s versus 30s versus 50s. You know, is there a big difference in pleasing them and them pleasing you because of the age range? This is Lissa, and I'm going to have to say... No, because um, for me, like, I like older men, and I've dated men, like, almost, well, 20 years older than me. So um, they fuck with more passion, you know, to me. That's just to me. Um, and I, I guess they look ass more, but, and then you have some young men that uh, they would, you know, have you, just curled up all night so it, it you know you just have to find that one because i've had both you know younger you know and then older much older okay interesting Well, again, I have to speak for the sort of seniors out there, because what's much older to you younger women is still younger than I am. Um, um, the big thing for real young guys is, uh, uh, well, they have stamina and they can recover really quickly. They can do it often. They can do it often. So with older guys, they lose the ability to do that. Sometimes it's more work to get them and keep them really hard. But um, 
with that, usually, usually, I'm sure not always, boy, if they get more experienced, they may be much better at uh, uh, pleasing a woman. And uh, some of them are a little too, I don't know, they worry too much about their performance. But uh, yeah, you get an old guy, really old guy, and he's just uh, happy to adore you. Um, Wow, you're going to get a lot of pleasure out of it. Well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, I, I don't deal with the younger dudes, uh, and I mean that—that's just me. But it, as far as like older dudes that I have uh, dated, I've never dated anybody over the age of forty. I'm just thirty, so I've never dated anybody over age of forty, except for the. <laughs> so uh, I, I gotta have a lot of oil. Listen, we got to go three or four times during that night. And I like to go every, you know, it, it, we got to have sex every night. So you got to be able to keep up. And if you can't keep up, then you got to get up out the bedroom. All righty then. Okay. I guess for me, it's like when I was younger, I enjoy fucking older guys. Now that I'm older, I enjoy fucking them younger. However, <laughs> I see <laughs> it's just it's just a switch a switcheroo. But in the genre of like, I just think that a lot of mature older guys they they fuck hard and rough like they're younger because I think they have something to prove. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that it seems like younger guys. They're trying to impress someone older, so they're trying to act older. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> fucked up. Everybody just fucked up. <laughs> it's just all fucked up. But I think Nicole mentioned something about oral. But regardless of what they do, ladies, in reference to what you bring to the table, what you bring to the game, would you feel like you're putting your back in it, you're putting your all in it in reference to sex? Like if, if they had to rate you just like you rate the hotel you stay at, do you feel like you would get rated a five star or would you get rated a one star? Um, in reference to what you bring to the table in your sex game, whether he's older or she's older or younger. Oh, I'm getting a five by everybody. Five star rating? All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I hear you talking. All right. Anyone else? Alyssa, and um, not to sound, you know, too cocky or nothing like that, but I'm going to say my shit be off the charts because it just is. You know, I I listen to what people say during sex, and then I'm all about, you know, action and reactions. So I'm all about making a person feel good, and I'm already knowing from the beginning what I'm going to do. And then I just do it, and then that's why people won't leave me alone. <laughs> they call it turning people out, but that's not what I call it. So I don't know. I think I'm just so nasty sometimes. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like that. All right, all right. This is this is the last question that I have for you guys, but 
this is not just something that you can just answer in a couple of seconds and just brush it off. This is something I want you to give really good thought to. One of the things that we do here at the Fantasy Club, of course, we believe in turning fantasies into reality. We're working on different parties and different events that we're going to have across the country in various cities and states starting in July. We have people that's asked about a party for drags. We've had people talk about fetish parties, and we've had people talk about swingers. We have people that's into the poly lifestyle. We've had people asking for events for just women only and some for men only. You know, it's whatever a person's interested in. So this is the thing. And I want you to role play with me. Is there anyone on the line tonight that's never done any type of role play? Anyone who has not ever done role play? All right. This should be easy then. So we know it's four people on the line. Yeah, Tandy. I can't remember which Tandy said she was calling from. Tandy, where are you calling from tonight? What state are you in? Arizona. Tammy's in Arizona. We got Alyssa from Texas. We got White Cherry in Georgia. We got Secrets I'm in Georgia as well. So here, here is what I want you to give us. And whoever's bold enough can go first because, remember, this is a role play. Let's say we're coming to your state, your city, and you're going to host uh, an event for the Fantasy Club. Remember, different themes, different parties. So you're going to create whatever floats your boat. And I want you to give us a little synopsis in about two minutes of how it would go down, and I want you to include us. Give us a little story. Give us a little visionary story and include us in how this fantasy party would go. Who wants to step up to the plate and go first? Who dare go first? Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, I'm going to go first, and fuck it. Fuck it. I'll go first. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? I want to hear all right. Oh, you want to hear? You want to feel? Oh, yeah. That's better. Fucking right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to go. Actually, since I'm in the state of Georgia, the whole damn state belongs to me. So we're going to have a fantasy event in Savannah because I love Savannah, Georgia. And the type of event that I'm going to be throwing, you know it. It's going to be a swingers event. I'm going to get Tandy's ass down to Savannah. I'm going to get Lisa's ass down to Savannah. And I'm going to get White Cherry's ass down to Savannah. So here's how my story goes. Fantasy fuck fest. If you've been a freak neek with times 100, have your ass here all weekend long. You guys fly into Savannah. I'm going to send a limo to pick you up. Each one, will, each one of you will have your own limo because, you know, social distancing is over, but it's the new norm. And, you know, I just want to make sure that you're good. So when you get into your limo, the driver says, open the bag. Something's in there for you. Change into that. And you're looking like, change while I'm riding in the limo? Fucking right. Get naked and change. There's something in the bag for you. And I can guarantee you, it's not a lot. <laughs> so you're so you're in the limo and you're changing into a little of nothing. You know, a nice little silk shirt, no bra, no panties, and just a grass skirt and some really comfortable shoes because you're going to need them. 
Okay, you with me so far, ladies? You're going to pull up to this big old house. The limo's going to pull up and let you out. And you're going to have a nice chocolate chick greeting you, saying, hey, welcome to Fancy Success. Come on in. And she's going to open the door for you and greet you with a big, wet, super kiss. Where would you ladies like that kiss at, though? Hmm? Where you want to kiss at? Thinking, all right. So you walk into this house. It's huge. The lights are dim. The first guy says, open your mouth. In order to get in, you have to take something in your mouth. You have three choices. Choice one, choice two, or choice three. Pick your choice now. Choice one, if you chose that one, you're eating some fruit. You know what you chose, one, two, or three. If you chose two, <laughs> you're popping that e-pill. You know what you chose. I don't. And if you did chose three, it's I owe you. I owe you a dick suck. You're going to have a dick in your mouth before the night ends because that's what you chose, number three. You know what you chose, not me. You all right? You all right? You ladies all right? All right. So you walk into a big ballroom, and we're not going to sit around and play games. When you walk into this ballroom, it's jet black. You don't see shit. You see lights along the wind, along the sides. And you see little drinks you can grab, and then you see some paper. Maybe it's some condoms. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just something to write your number on. But as soon as you walk in and the door closes, somebody grabs you. They grab your breast. They grab your ass. And they start kissing on your neck and rubbing you between your pussy. What are you going to do next, Tandy? <laughs> I'm turning the call. I'm passing the call to you. Come on, what's your oh. fantasy? So to continue with yours, or if I was to start mm-hmm. from the beginning, start from yours. Give us yours, because if you continue for mine, you'll be fucking right now, and yeah, then you will be talking. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We've already got those hands on me and lips. Wow. Um, <laughs> where, where, where are you taking us? What kind of party? Give it to us. Give us something. Okay, I don't know how you get there. But you're going to get to a place, and it looks very ordinary from the outside, like maybe just a gymnasium or something. Um, but when you go through, there are outdoor areas and stuff. So, yeah, probably a gymnasium would be good. Um, as you walk up, um, uh, they ask you to drop off your purse, you take off your, um, you know, your wrap if you were wearing anything, and they give you a handful of tickets like carnival ride tickets and you've got like 25 tickets okay and you're going well this is too cool you know what am I going to do and then you open the door you know into the main gymnasium and it is in fact a carnival but it's an erotic carnival and as you look around you see over on the left for only one ticket, you can go, um, I don't know, try on a strap-on, you know, and you can walk around swinging your big dick. Um, uh, over on the right, though, you have to go in, and it's a little bit behind, and you think, what are people doing? And all of a sudden, you hear this, you know, noises like that, and and screeches, but kind of delight. Ooh, and for three tickets, 
You can be flogged or you can flog somebody else. Then, you know, you spend as much time as you want there. If you want to stay a long time, you have to give them more tickets. Then you do that and you go over to the next one. And here you're going to have um, um, party boys, you know, pretty boys Mm. and beautiful Mm. young women. And they have, um, oh, nicely scented oils. And you just lie down and they stroke you and caress you. And for your tickets, they do whatever you want. If you want to be touched hard, if you want to be stroked quietly, one or two will be down at your feet. One will be right there at your lady parts. One will be, I don't know, just rubbing your hair, stroking your hair. Doesn't that feel nice sometimes? Um, But if you want, they'll pull your hair. So you just go throughout the evening from one to one to one. You try as many or as few as you want. Oh, and every time you stopped, you had to leave half of your ticket because at the end of the evening, they have a drawing for the grand prize. And you're not sure what the grand prize is, but you're very excited. And they call it, and what you find out is you are the grand prize. And everyone else gets to come enjoy you. <laughs> yeah. Shit, where do I sign up? <laughs> Listen. I'm over here with my mouth open like shit. <laughs> where do I sign up? <laughs> I'm never Ooh. gonna look at a carnival the same. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. So what's next? Who's next? Who, Who's next? Who are you turning over to? Oh my gosh. Ah, Texas. Texas. Ooh, <laughs> the green state of Texas. Damn, right? I'm over here trembling. Um, you know, I really don't know what to say after you ladies. Like, you put me to shame. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what I want to do. But what I always wanted to do. I planned on having a blackout party, kind of like a eyes wide shut party. Ooh. And in this party, there are no cameras, no phones. Um, we have security. We have Tandy, you know, giving pegging lessons. <laughs> we have white cherry with the oral, and then we have secrets. You know, she she's a little bit on the the toys. So that's what we would have her doing. And while using them you could be you could be using them on yourself displaying or you could be letting others use them on you, you could be using them on others and you know, vice versa. However you ladies would like to do. But in this night, um, nothing leaves the room. There are no limits. Everyone is free to do who and what they want to do. And yeah, I have nothing else. That's free. That's lovely. Blackout. Wow. Come and buy my shit. 
learn some new fantasies, Ooh. get some tips, you know, get some new sex ideas, spice it up for the night. Right. Who knows? It can be a continuous thing, and we can do more and more. Add the swingers to it. Oh. My eyes are wide shut right now. What's next? Yeah. Shit. All right, White Cherry, close us out. Oh, my gosh. I know it's been since 2018, but you haven't forgotten. <laughs> mm. White Cherry, are you there? Maybe she's coming. Are you, are you dripping? Thing we said. She must be. Are you over there dripping? Oh, I'm... Yeah, mm-hmm. Listen, I, I didn't realize you were on mute the whole time, so I'm sitting to talk to y'all. You better, you better either be dripping <laughs> and not sleeping, because what's going on? Yeah, I had to have on mute, and I don't even know why. But anyway. Because you didn't want to see y'all, y'all, um, No, no, no. Ain't nothing that over here. <laughs> um, But anyway. Oh, let's see. We're going to go to, you know what, since we in Georgia, we just going to come on down here to Georgia. And, you know, y'all y'all keep talking about swingers and, and all of that. So we're going to have some swingers. But, you know, instead of it being men and women swingers, we're just going to have women swingers. And, uh... We are going to go to this club that's up here in Atlanta. And as you walk in the club, the main stripper, Peaches, tells you to bend over. And take your pants off. You look at her mm-hmm. and you smile and lick your lips and you do as she says. Meaning that if you take your pants off, you better make sure that whatever's under them pants come off as well. As you do as she says, you walk up to the pole. When you get to the pole, you're going to come up to Diamond. Diamond's going to tell you to take that motherfucking shirt off. And you better do what she says because <laughs> Diamond got that whip. Whip? Shit. Right. So, you know, if you don't want to get whipped, you better listen to what Diamond tell you. Once you take that shirt off, that bra better come off with it. And uh, you got to get up on that pole. She want to see you twerk that ass. (laughs) Once you you walk away from Diamond, you going to go over there to Sexy Mama. Sexy Mama got all types of drinks over there. And you got to drink five in a row. Once you drink them, you're going to go to the back 
and you gonna sit there while these <laughs> sexy women come and show you what you've been missing in your life. Mm. As one of them <laughs> walks around with a will and tell you to spread them motherfucking legs and let them lick on their pussy. <laughs> That's all y'all get in the night. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's it? You just leave us hanging? That was a cheese. <laughs> a big <Right>. ass cheese. <laughs> Y'all are going to have to come back for more. <laughs> well, damn. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. So, <laughs> this is this is the method to the madness. Whether it's a pastor, whether it's someone in uniform, whether you're a cougar or whether you're creating whatever it is that you want and desire, we have the power to do whatever it is that we want wherever. Tonight on this call, we went from the pulpit to Savannah <laughs> to the fucking <laughs> carnival <laughs> back to Georgia. I'm not even sure where Lisa took us. But guess what? We had several rides and several places and several things that we've done with several people. And we're all in different places. That's what Pandora's Fantasy Box is about. It's about starting first in your mind. And some people, that's good enough for them. They can think about touching him, touching her. Someone tonight has been thinking about fucking their pastor. Now, you may never do it because just like Tandy said earlier, I may have saved this marriage. But guess what? (laughs) There's no harm in thinking. Sometimes all it is is just thinking about it. You may not actually do it. Somebody that will listen to this call is thinking about fucking an officer. Or you may have someone just like Lissa don't want anything to do with the police. She probably thinks if she fuck a cop, that means she's snitching. But it doesn't. It really doesn't. It just means you're fucking a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go against the code, you know. <laughs> you know, and then you hear you hear. These ladies say, hey, Alyssa says, I'm in my 20s, but I only would date someone that's under two years or even older because I don't like them young. But the bottom line is we're all different, and we embrace that, and we can still get together on calls like this, talk and share. And guess what? When we do get together in July, August, or September, wherever it is that we decide, whatever we choose to do at that time, guess what? We can do whatever the fuck we want to do with whomever. So what I want you to think about tonight is when we do meet up and we're all in the same space and place in 90 to 120 days from now, what do you want that event to look like? What do you want that night to look like? Who do you want to invite? Those are the people we're going to start sending invitations out to. In life, you only live once. And if you don't enjoy your life, then shame on you. I know we've all heard the saying before, you can be living or you can be existing. If I can't live, I might as well die. Living is about living life on your own terms. So as we close out tonight, ladies, I want you to think about that, and I want you to share, because the fact that you made it on this call means you're at least a little open-minded. Why is it that you've chosen 
to open the box and live life on your terms. Tell us that as we close out tonight. Well, I think you like like you say, you know, you only have one life to live and and why not, you know, live that life. Enjoy it. Experience things. You you never know what you will enjoy unless you try new things. Okay. For me, um, I just realized that it made me happy, you know, um, not being bottled up, being able to be who I wanted to be, being able to be comfortable in how many other freaks were inside of me at the time. So, um, and then it, it like, it relieved a lot of stress and it helped me think better, honestly. It was a healthy living kind of thing. <laughs> okay. It's um, it's freeing. It's freedom. It's freedom in our minds. That's where it starts. It's freedom in our bodies. And as we go out, if we do it out in the world, we get to bring that same kind of freedom to others. Um, yeah. Uh, feels good to talk. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And that's what we offer to everyone that listens to this call. We offer you the opportunity to be free. A lot of times people talk about someone, hey, he's in prison, she's in prison, they're locked up. And guess what? They're more free than you. Life is about freedom. And it's about living life on your own terms. Don't let different things that happen in the world, even COVID-19, stop you from being free and doing some of the things you want to do. If you want to be pegged, bend over. We'll do that for you. (laughs) If you want to have your first threesome, maybe one of us will be the lucky person to break you in. If you really want to take your life to the next level of your relationship and do something different, talk to her about it. Talk to him about it. Life is about living it, and life is about being free. And guess what? If you're not free, you might as well die. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Thank you for those that's listening. If you have a topic or a subject that you really want to hear about, let us know. You can reach us on Facebook at Pandora's Fantasy Box. You can hit us up on our website at Pandora's Fantasy Box dot com, and that's Pandora's Fantasy with a Z. And tomorrow's topic, guess what? You have to join us to find out what it is. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for taking me places that I've never been before. And guess what? I can't wait to get my hands on you. Until the next Ah. time, be (laughs) naughty, be bad, and keep misbehaving. Good night. Good night.